0: Welcome to the Two Mong Boys podcast, where your hosts Chu and Meng give our hottest
1: takes on current events and home topics. So join us each week and sit back, relax, and chaipa. Hey,
0: what's up, y'all? Welcome to the second episode of
1: Two Hmong Boys. We're your host, Chu and Meng, on today's show. We're going to talk about the three virtual Hmong concerts, top five Hmong love songs, and Hmong Lu Hmong.
0: Chu, before we get into that, um, how are you holding up with all this coronavirus stuff?
1: I'm fine, but my kids and my wife, they're going a little bit stir-crazy because they're stuck at home all day. I actually get to go outside because I still gotta go to work every day, so it's not that bad. How are you doing?
0: Yeah, I'm hanging in there. I think I've gotten used to it now. Uh the end of March and the beginning of April is really tough because you know, we're just trying to transition to staying at home. And so now that we've stayed at home, you know, my daughter's school um it's at home, we understand how to do that. So April has gone by kind of fast now. So I'm surprised, but you know, hang in there. That's good. So the three concerts the, this past week that were played were by Bay Mong TV on April 17th, and then chat put one together on the April 18th, and then Project Chandu had one on the 21st and 24th. I know you and I both tried to watch all of those uh, for Portion Zip. So what did you think of the first one, by Baemong TV?
1: Well, that one, you and I watched it together with a group of friends. I thought that was the best overall uh, concert, and it really set the bar for like the rest of the concerts.
0: Yeah, I agree. I wasn't sure what it was going to look like, right, because that was the first one, but I thought the production was really good. And I was super surprised when that Thailand girl came on. Like Her, her sound quality and her picture quality were just great. So... Kudos to Baymont TV for putting that on really well.
1: Oh yeah, definitely do. Props to uh, Baymont TV for uh, putting this on. It definitely had a old school feel to it because it had all the legends like uh, Lu Ya, Jami, and Tulivaku and Paradise. But I definitely want to give a shout out to Jami because she was the original Shokaji singer and she still got it.
0: Yeah man, when I was watching that, normally I don't feel that music, but when she was on, it was fire. I was, re- I was ready to sell a bomb. <laughs>
1: yeah which brings me back to paradise i was kind of disappointed in the uh in the song choice that choices they made
0: yeah i couldn't really get into it either because what we were doing with our group is everyone was trying to guess what paradise is going to play Mm -hmm. and everyone kind of guessed maybe like their favorite songs and amongst like five to six six people nobody guessed a single song that paradise played
1: that's funny because like we were trying to go around like and uh, name off like uh paradise songs and at one point i think your cousin couldn't think of one and then you're like bella lisa and we all laughed because <laughs> right. we were like hell no they ain't gonna do this shit and then the first song they did was bella lisa
0: <laughs> although although i wasn't too disappointed i mean it did, i did kind of feel that song because like, it's, it's an upbeat song right so uh so definitely good for concert type music but just not one of my favorites and so a little bit disappointed but can't complain overall it was a good concert it it did feel like an actual virtual concert to me yeah it was definitely the best one so then the chat one was the following day on april 18th and you know i was really really looking forward to that one too because Mm -hmm. you know as you said the baymunk tv one is a little bit more old school right old school performers that's it's probably more so up your alley whereas the chat (laughs) one the lineup was more new school performers who you know some of the new people that i follow like surprise music and um Kylie Universe. So I was really excited to to see those guys uh, and gals come on, uh, and then Paradise is going to be back. So it was kind of like a chance to redeem themselves uh, and play some of their more popular songs. But man, I was so disappointed with the concert. I know it's probably not a popular take. I, I know there's probably a lot of folks out there who are saying, "Hey, it's a free concert. Uh, you shouldn't really complain about anything." Uh, but I beg to differ. Feedback is feedback. It's not complaining, and people mm-hmm. need to understand that and take feedback. For what it is, but yeah man the audio quality was just pretty bad, like it wasn't really watchable, so I kind of just had the concert on in the background and was doing other things
1: so I was watching with my in-laws and we were doing zoom and it has so many issues like it was lagging like we couldn't hear anything so I was I was so disappointed because I was kind of excited to hear a couple of the artists as well, but uh I think halfway through the concert. Uh, it got a lot better. Like it was perfect because it was right in time for Kalea Universe. <laughs> so I was like, sweet. Dude. But like, uh, I really enjoy uh, her music. Really?
0: Uh, how did? <laughs> how How did you discover her?
1: Honestly, I only discovered her like what maybe last year. Okay. It was like my brother-in-law kept playing her one hit song. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, that one. or Something like that. I don't really understand what she's saying there, but I just really like the music, like the beat and the music. Yeah. And then I actually uh, listened to her on Spotify. So I uh, heard some of her other songs. I was like, oh, man, this is different. You know, this is like not the typical Hmong music. Like it almost has like a K-pop feel to it, which I really enjoy.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah. And I really like her voice. Some people don't always like her Hmong songs, but I like when she has uh, her Hmong songs. And actually, I like the songs where she does Hmong and English together.
1: So Yeah, I actually uh, think that's her best like stuff.
0: You know, overall, though, like, I, you know, so I was super excited to see her. And what I will say is, like, I think her and Chinchilla are cute. You know, I like the stuff that they do, they do together, you know, some of their songs they do together. But I was really hoping to see just more solo Kalia performance, um, <laughs> you know. And so I think she did two songs with Chinchilla, but then she finally did Dezea at the end by herself. So I would have preferred just a little bit more Kalia time.
1: <laughs> I think we all can agree to that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways. Uh, I was excited that Paradise got a chance to redeem themselves. And then they actually did the song that we all hoped that they would do, Just In Love.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, not they, right? Just Pong. Well, I mean, one is better than none, right? <laughs> yeah. But to give them some positive feedback, you know, other than Paradise kind of killing it, I think that the concert had a great message that went with it. You know, the importance of doing the census. I
1: don't know what you, mean, but I think that the opposite, because the census... Like, why would I want ICE to know where I'm living? (laughs) Uh,
0: We had this conversation on our first episode. You just need to get your citizenship.
1: (laughs) If my parents can get it, you can get it. Well, our parents are old enough that I think they can get a waiver where they don't have to pay for it. But right now, it's too expensive, man. (laughs) All right, let's chat about the last concert. Well, the last two concerts, technically, by Project Chandu. Well, for me, I think this was the concert I was most excited to watch because Sounders was going to be on there. But, oh my gosh, dude, the first attempt was such a fail. <laughs> it was so trash and unwatchable, so I was just like, fuck it. Yeah, it kind of all went downhill,
0: right? Among TVs was great. Mm-hmm. Chats was kind of bad, but you yeah. could just at least still watch it, right? Mm-hmm. And then this one, you just could not watch it. <laughs> Yes. But I will give them kudos though for committing to redo it and partnering with Baymong TV for it. Because I think sometimes Hmong people, you know, we can have egos and Beich go to other people for help, right? Especially if we think they may be a little bit more knowledgeable about the topic than we are, you know, go ask for help now. So I actually give them a lot of kudos and, and credit for doing that. And when they came back around, it was really nice. It was really nice production. But I think the only thing I would probably say I didn't enjoy about the, the concert was i think the message around mental health was great i just didn't like the manner in which they did it because the beginning like first 20 minutes was all on mental health right so i just thought that was too long and they just hit it hard with all that like kind of like a hammer just kind of boom right in your face and i thought they needed to take that messaging and spread it out a little bit more in between their performances because thinking about myself My attention span doesn't last that long, right? So after a while, I kind of stopped listening. So in order to more effectively communicate the message, I felt like smaller doses, kind of like chat. I felt like chat just had small, like, go get your senses done, go get your senses done type stuff kind of throughout that didn't feel overbearing, where this just felt like a bunch of information all at once.
1: Well, the feedback that I want to give them is it doesn't have to be all about mental health. For example, like every song they did was about mental health we get it, you know, mental health is a serious thing. But you know, this is also a concert, we want to be entertained. You know, it doesn't have to be about mental health, like, you know, we can be entertained. But yeah, you know, in between, you guys could talk about mental health, you know, which is fine. But this is like too much, you know, and that's where I felt like, I felt kind of put off by it.
0: Right, because the concert was already the platform to talk about mental health, right? And I think if you put in engaging performances in between, you keep people kind of more engaged, and then you you kind of put in your, your propaganda. I'm just kidding. You kind of put in, <laughs> you kind of put in your messaging in between the good performances where you've already been captivating your
1: audience's attention. But yeah, all the songs were sad. So, like halfway through uh, the concert, I was like super sad.
0: <laughs> yeah, and probably. What I was most disappointed with with just kind of the theme and everything being sad is that, you know, when Kalia was on, she played a song that fit what they were trying to do. I was just trying to be entertained because finally she looked good with video quality and she had good audio quality. And her makeup game was on point, dude. Right. And so I wanted to see a fun and good
1: performance, but it is what it is. But it's all right, though, because Sounders was fire, dude. Damn, dude, I was sad, but by the time we got to Sounders, I was all hyped and happy again, dude. So, like, de- uh, Sounders definitely finished uh, strong for them. So, overall, I guess I'm pretty happy with the concert, dude.
0: Yeah, I'd probably give this one a second, right? Compared to Baymong TV, then the second version of this one, yes. and then Chat, and yeah. then the first version of this one.
1: <laughs> yes. Yep.
0: Yeah. But, you know, all criticism aside, though, um, really do appreciate all the hard work that everyone put through to put these on for all of us. But at the same point, criticism and feedback is fair.
1: Yes. So do better, Hmong people.
0: So our next segment is what we call the Fab Five, which is basically a top five list because, you know, everybody loves making and discussing their own list. So for this week, we're going to do our top five Hmong love songs since the virtual concerts got us reminiscing about the old school days. So Chu and I, we're going to take turns naming our top five songs and kind of just go through why each song is our top five. So Chu. What is your number five mom love song?
1: Well, my number five song is "Back in Time" by David game What? A new, a
0: new school song, major top five.
1: Yeah. What? I I was debating it. Like, no, I was debating, it, but I was like, What's dude, that? this song I was. Thought too you were, good. I thought you. I thought you were old school, man. Dude, don't worry. That that's just coming. Okay, but, <laughs> but wait, wait, but hey, but have you but heard? What was it? Wait, have you I heard have
0: this not, song? I I have not heard it. So Dead. so, give me a second. Let me go Time listen to out. it. And
1: we'll come right back Yes, let's listen
2: You got my mind running in circles I can't believe the things you do I believe the things you do Girl, you're so fine, I think it hurts you Cause they keep trying to hate on you Cause they keep trying to hate on you I know you really into old school loving So I'ma do you right You like it when i play slow jams all night I'ma make you feel it when I'm looking in your eyes Showing you some good love Girl, tonight I'll take you back
0: Okay, Chu. I just listened to that, and the song's not bad, but like, because I'm a, I'm a David Yang fan too, but like, I would never have guessed that type of fucking music,
1: and David Yang would be on your top five list. Dude, because it has an old school feel, and he even says old school loving, <laughs> so that's why I really liked it, young. Know? and like, I feel like it's actually a song that can be played on the radio, and like, the American fans could like it too, so that's why I really like that song. When the
0: hell did you discover that song?
1: Well, I actually went into a a David Yang uh, tunnel or whatever you call it. Because uh, my brothers and them were constantly listening to Go Mom America huh? or something like that. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, dude, that's oh, yeah. pretty cool, you know? I was like, who's yeah. this guy? So my, my brother in law told me who it was and I, I started listening to all his shit. And I was like, oh, man, he's pretty good. I actually like a couple of his songs, but this is my favorite song because I feel like I said, I feel like it it can actually uh, resonate with the American audience.
0: Yeah, but you're not American. You're a conservative monk, remember?
1: No. But, but anyways, anyways,
0: David, good good job, man. I would never have guessed this guy to put some new school stuff on his top five. Way to go, bro. All right, my number five song I'm in love by paradise.
1: uh okay that's pretty obvious because a lot of people like that song
0: i don't and you know like i think when i think through like the top five list right like most mm-hmm. stuff has to have meaning to me yeah. and um uh, this is probably the only song that didn't have meaning it doesn't have a lot of meaning because i can't associate emotionally with, with something like some experience with this but this is my number one go-to for karaoke
1: i'm kind of biased against paradise i like paradise but back then it was Sounders, Paradise, and whatever. And I was yeah. a huge Sounders fan. So I knew Paradise song, but I was never like in love with Paradise. Dude, did you ever see their, their music video? The
0: VHS? <laughs> okay. That is what brought them to oh the God, top, dude. though. Because they were the first to come up with a music video, and you know you love that stuff.
1: <laughs> that's true. That's true. But I, I actually never seen any of those. because What? Uh, oh I don't like God. to watch.
0: are not... You're not, no, no, you're no! Not I can't watch Urban as I expected you to be.
1: No, no! I don't. I just, even when I was younger, it's hard for me to watch cringe stuff. You know, like yeah, that's, those that's those cringe, videos right? made me cringe. You know, back in the I mean,
0: 90s they were your ideal, your no idol, because
1: they'd be using their real girlfriends in those videos, man, and those girls were not hot at all. <laughs>
0: hey,
1: they love them. Okay,
0: that's
1: all about it. <laughs> yellow, yellow. It's a shallow. It's <laughs> a so shallow dude. No way, dude! It's a music video. I'm part of the MTV generation, dude. All hot girls. Dude. Whatever. Damn. You might be more new school than I am, man. No, no, no fucking way, dude. Uh all right, right. Uh my next song, uh number four, Nyo Leng by Lu Ya. Have you heard this one? I haven't because I No you know, way.
0: I, uh, no, no like you
1: heard it. Right, but uh, I'm gonna recognize right it. Yeah, yeah. Because once like if you hear it, you know it
0: most of my like 90s music growing up right was was based on what my brother listened to right mm-hmm. and so that's what i captured and so luya i think i never heard him play that but so let's take a little break let me go listen to it and we'll come right back okay <laughs> Okay, dude. What the fuck? Like, how do you go from, like, David Yang and number five all the way to this song and number four? And the whole time I'm listening to this, I'm, like, thinking in my head, is this your
1: only number four song? Because, like, you must have been fucking lonely back then, dude. <laughs> dude, you know you love it, though. Man, when that fucking, like, first beat drops, dude. And shit, dude, call shit there, no? Like, my favorite line, <laughs> dude, is... <laughs> I was like, dude, <laughs> But I
0: know, I know you don't just like this song because of the lyrics. I mean, like most people's top oh. five sets emotional connection to them. Like, so what girl no made you way, so? No. Yeah. Or or like could you not could you not get any girl never? Do.
1: The, oh No, 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 no. This song is pure deepness, dude. Damn. That's that's my appreciation for it. Okay. Uh, because, uh, you know, I'm hardcore like that. You know, I never got my hardcore Whatever. before.
0: <laughs> Whatever. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair uh, enough. Fuck you yeah. <laughs> right.
1: What's your number four?
0: My number four, man. You, I don't know if you know this. I don't know if you're cool enough to know this, but it's How Do I Explain by STX.
1: Ah, <laughs> uh, I know this yeah. like, I know <laughs> STX because, you know how I know XTX oh. Because I was one of the original k no. Okay. I was one of the original K-pops, yeah. uh, K pops, K pop uh, lovers, and X C X always steals like the music from K pop songs, and they just sing to it. Hey, that's fine, but so like I, I'm pretty sure I heard this one before, but I don't really recall all of it. But let's listen to it. Go take a listen then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right man the whole time i was listening i was like why man why <laughs> why <laughs> all right i'm gonna be honest right my, my top four
0: are probably not gonna be very popular top four songs because you know number five i had to throw paradise in there but like wait we're gonna make a real top five list <laughs> like the songs have to have meaning to me okay okay so so last night <laughs> i actually had to get like drug so <laughs>
1: So I, can get, so, so, I, so
0: I can get emotional and then i went through youtube on a ton of songs i'm like <laughs> what are the what are these songs that make me emotional right because like these are the ones where like okay yes oh, i remember really. that experience okay so my top four may not be popular but that's why this got, this got number four because this is like my first real hardcore like crush on a girl in middle school and the whole time you're just like Oh, you know, how do I just explain to her how I feel, right? How she makes me feel, you know, each back then. And, like, you know, they're just so beautiful. And you're just, you know, this is, like, the first real time you actually like a girl. And so that, this song just took me back to middle school
1: Wait, when I was just, mate, like, yeah. You got to be honest, all right? This is our trust tree, all right? <laughs> Did you cry yesterday? <laughs> you know... This
0: song did not make me cry, not number four. Uh, um, but I, so I'm not going to talk, talk about one to three, but number four did not make me cry. All right, let's, let's, let's go. Let's hear your number three.
1: Okay, number three. All right right, 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 Fuck, I'll be serious this time. Okay, no more fucking around. Okay, so my number three song is probably one of the more iconic, iconic Hmong songs, too. And you'll probably recognize it if you heard it, but fuck, dude, no one fucking knows the title. So this shit got me through high school because all I knew was it was called Track 5, The Players. (laughs) 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 So if you recognize it, it's actually our outro song, but that Uh, was one of my favorite songs ever.
0: Because it doesn't have a title, you have to, like, sing the lyrics so we know what you're talking
1: about. So sing the lyrics. Uh... I'm not drunk enough for, yet for that. So. Maybe next time when we're really, really drunk. Right, right, I'm only right. kind of buzzed right now. But uh, yeah. I think we looked at so why, why uh, one time. Oh, I yeah, we up, yeah. We looked at up. The actual song yeah. is called,
0: like,
1: Sing, song Sing, is called or like that. Or something like
2: that. Or something like that.
1: But dude, this song was like, damn, dude, my first heartbreak. This song helped me get when? through that. You what know? well, year? Middle school, high school, college, or what? It Was high school, but yeah, dude, dude, it, it <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. it hurts too much. Hey, you know? Whoever broke his heart in high school, send <laughs> me a DM, okay? No, I don't
0: don't, want don't, don't know. do that,
1: dude. Don't be. Oh, shit, don't do that.
0: You're right, though. That is a uh, that is a good song. It didn't make my top five, but that is a really good song. All
1: right, man. What's your third song?
0: Okay, third song is uh Longgong by Destiny. <laughs>
1: Okay, okay, Yeah, I know that song, dude. Everyone fucking sings that song for karaoke.
0: Of course, of course because but it's,
1: it's so fucking hard, dude. I mean, we're not as good singers as they are, right? But like, yeah, the re- the
0: reason why that's number three is like that is a song that you can dedicate to any girl. It's a good karaoke song. It's got a good beat. It's talking about how you know you just chose the wrong and so any any Hmong girl that you you talk or date, you can always dedicate that to them.
1: So yeah, it's a good song, but. I'll be honest, Like sometimes I I uh mix up paradise and destiny. <laughs> so so I, I, even, I mean they're I all even
0: kind even of like the same. Characters. Yeah, all, all the guys in the 90s, they all kind of feel like the same. Yeah, for sure, dude. Alright, what's uh what's your number two?
1: Okay. Oh, shit, dude. I don't want to talk. Alright. Alright. Anyway, so my number two song is Oishia by Saunders. Hmm. Have you heard that one?
0: I don't know that that one comes uh, right up to mind. So if it makes you that sappy, I got to go take a listen to it.
1: Yeah, I don't think it's uh, one of the more popular ones, but this one hit me hard because it was back in my day when I had true heartbreak, when I was still like a soft stick, you know?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, what what day though? Middle school or high school? High school.
1: This is like real. This this song and Sounders album for this uh, song, and the Players Track 5 saved my life in high school, dude. Because I was that's like, how depressed, I was, man. I was like, you got your ass
0: <laughs> uh, handed to you in high school. Like, did you actually date these girls, or like, you just thought you were dating them in
1: your head? Mm, uh, cuts too deep. I can't talk about it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but I uh, will be back because I got to go yeah. listen to this. Let's
2: do this. okay
0: it's true so when i put that on i I do remember uh the song i don't know, know the the title to it but like dude that is a fucking sad ass song man so so what happened in high school <laughs> I'm not gonna talk about it, Come but on, uh, man. I'll
1: just say this, dude. That was like during some dark ass time, dude. Like, I was fucking emo as hell, and this song, like, pretty much saved my life, dude. <laughs> Damn. No lie, dude. But every time I fucking sing this song for karaoke, halfway through, I start choking up, and I, oh, fuck, dude. I well, can't do this. <laughs> what's, your, what's your sounder? <laughs> yes. What's your title? damn dude you are fucking fucking emo man (laughs) dude that's when I told you dude that's that's when I was so soft dude but then I'm hard as fuck now so it's all good yeah yeah that sound toughened you up we know (laughs) Uh, alright alright baby what's what's your second
0: one number two I don't know if you know this one Uh, it's Jishiro Taki by The Low Swing
1: okay okay I probably yeah I probably definitely don't know this one alright so let's take a break so you can listen to it Yeah, yeah let's do that Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. I heard this song before. But I'll be honest, like, I can't get into the song because the singer, I don't understand what she's talking about. Because, like, I don't want to be a jerk, but a lot of girl singers, I, it's really hard for me to clearly understand what they're saying. So you're going to have to explain this one a little bit to me, dude. Yeah, you just must have, like, something in your ears where you just can't
0: listen to women.
1: True. <laughs> that's probably true. <laughs> All
0: right. But anyways, okay. So the song is like the title is key right? So it's kind of like uh having hope for tomorrow. I mean, okay. I'm not I'm not a Hmong linguist, so I could be wrong, <laughs> but no, <I'm> not, <laughs> That's that's what I think it is. Okay. So so the song is number two, because I told you earlier, my top four are songs where like they have like some sort of emotional connection, right? Uh instead of just lyrics being really deep. And so an ex of mine, um, you know, after, after I initially met her, like there was this uncertainty of whether we'll see each other again, because it was distance, like super oh. long distance, like super long distance. Let's talk about halfway across the world, long distance, right? And then... Um, <laughs> Are you like hitting or something?
1: You think it's so obvious. <laughs>
0: but anyways so it was like you know <laughs> oh what the lyrics talk a little bit about like i don't know why i'm so into you kind of sound right like because uh-huh. you know i'm not one to like really be really into women right like and that's, at least not initially and, and so this song was just like why am i so into you you know and and it was just like is there really going to be a tomorrow right so so there's a line so that says like so choo yo shinji doa right or Shijili na. And it's just basically, will we ever meet again? So, that's, this was kind of like that song I listened to to kind of get me through that period.
1: Like, I actually understand now that you mansplain her song for me. No,
0: because
1: <laughs> <laughs> you, need mansplaining, you need mansplaining sometimes. That's what yeah. <laughs> we do. <don't
0: know.
1: laughs> oh my gosh, dude. So stupid.
0: <laughs> oh my God.
1: All right. Well, where are we at? Where are we at? Okay, we're at number one now, dude. Okay. My number I'm one, right?
0: Your number one. All right.
1: Yeah. This is probably like the most famous. Mom's song ever. Do not tua Okay. By unknown because I
2: don't know who the <laughs> fuck sings is. I used to
1: remember back in the day back in high school, I was like looking for the song like crazy and my friend finally found it for me and it was on a cassette player. You know, like uh, audio cassette, dude. I don't know how to explain it to the young people nowadays. But I remember I'd be driving my brother's like Red Eclipse, you know, like back in the Fast and Fierce and I would like put that and I will just jam to that every day, dude. And the nice thing about my brother's car, uh, his audio cassette shit, is it had the repeat button. So you listen, like, I play it, I play a repeat and then after it's done, it'll rewind and then really? play again. So I just listen to that shit and repeat like 24 <laughs> 7. I never knew that existed, man. Dude, I didn't know either. Wow. That like, that's the first time I had that. I was like, holy shit, dude, this is sweet. He said he had an eclipse? Yeah, like wow. the 97 eclipse, yeah. I think it was. Okay. Like the one in Fast and Furious. Okay. But yeah, that was my jam, dude. Like, I know the lyrics, like the back of my hand. That's my go to karaoke, too. <laughs> Especially since school. Uh, I show law long, you know? So yeah, that's okay. about people, huh? <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, man. Let's go to you. What's right. your number one song? All right, you. <sighs> dude, my number one. This is uh, this is the trust, <laughs> trust circle
0: It's okay, dude. Stupid. Um, is uh, that's uh, a car by White Shadows. <laughs> Bolsheviks.
1: Okay, I definitely haven't heard that shit. All
0: right, okay. So great. We'll take a break so you can listen to it while I collect my thoughts. Then. <laughs>
2: Oh my god, he's so stupid.
1: Like I said, the only White song, Shadow song I know is You Are The One. But uh, when we were listening to this, the beginning part, I like, I had no clue what uh, what song this was. But then when I hit the chorus, I was like, oh, yeah, I do recall this song. Yeah. But I was like, this song was stupid. <laughs> <laughs> was stupid. So, you can, yeah. so you're going to have to tell me a little bit more about yeah, it. Yeah. I don't want to anymore after you said it was stupid.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you're so dumb. Okay, but anyways... This, I mean, simply put, was basically my ex-wife and my song. Like, like again, like I said, hey, super long distance, and so that's kind of the song that kind of held it all together. Like you had your number two and three songs or whatever they were that h- held you through high school. I guess this is a song <laughs> that helped me get through all that time, you know, all right, all right. Uh, when I was like waiting. So,
1: yeah, that's that's number one. So I, I noticed something different from us, from our choices like based on your song choice i could totally tell you're like definitely whitewash kind of like new school you know no because like all my songs it's are cool. like super fobby cool.
0: you have fucking david yang on there let talk about no, whitewash no, no. And shit.
1: No, no 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 dude like if you listen if you like look at my song they're all like fucking old school like old soul and shit you know like some of those like sounders you know like back then like in high school no one likes Sounders because no one our age could understand what they're saying.
0: It's just like, for me, like, their songs were good. Like, there's a lot of great love songs that, like, if I was uh-huh. just going off of, like, lyrics and like, meaning, you'd put up on here. But the way I approach my top five love songs is, like, they got to have meaning to me personally.
1: Oh, no, for sure. But I'm just saying, like, back then, you probably didn't even understand some of those old Hmong songs. Because they were using words that you can't comprehend. Like, well, got okay, Okay, for example like that shit talk about talk. <laughs> Okay, this is behind the scenes shit, dude So we were listening to that uh Fucking Paul song By those two, like, cringy girls, right? Yeah. This kid thought that That song was about eating pussy And shit like that I'm like,
0: hell no, dude That song is not about hey, eating pussy, hey,
1: dude They <laughs> Okay, what do you
0: think of eating hot huh? Huh? Alright, uh, I always think about yeah. a fucking dick, okay? And then they say like and they said something about or something like what do you think about when you think about eating something, okay? <laughs> All right, dude. Fuck. Let's <laughs> call a fucking metaphor,
1: dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Dude. You're so stupid. dude. Oh my god, we gotta stop this. Okay, yeah. moving on. We gotta move on. Move on. on. <laughs> Alright, so
0: we'll finish up our, our next segment. We'll go to Hong then, I guess. Alright, for sure, dude.
1: Alright right, guys, for our last segment, we're going to be doing Meng Meng again, just to go over again. It's going to be about me and me imparting our love and wisdom onto you lost souls. Anonymous asks, My boyfriend flirts a lot. He flirts with just about every pretty woman and says he's only doing it to make them feel good. What he doesn't see is that while he is focusing on making them feel good about themselves, He's making me feel disrespected. Yet, if I say something, he will tell me insecurity is a very unattractive trait and I expect better from you. Am I just overthink, uh, overly sensitive or am I within my right to feel this way? And that's that. <laughs> what do you uh, think? Man? <laughs> I, I
0: think uh, he is right. When he says insecurity is a very unattractive trait. It's like <laughs> for me, nobody no, wants anybody. No, no. Nobody likes somebody who's insecure,
1: right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> dude, my first thought was this guy is a boss. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Because Oh, my God, dude. I'm like,
0: if this girl was my friend, I'd be like, girl, don't fucking fall for this shit, okay? This guy <laughs> oh is God. trying to get the best of every world. He's trying to be able to flirt with
1: girls. And he's trying to tell his girl not to worry about it. If I'm thinking from a guy's perspective, I'd be like, Sifu! <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. but, uh, um, but
2: honestly,
1: okay, okay, when I think about this, you know, honestly, if I'm thinking from a girl's pers- uh, perspective, I'm like, fuck, this guy's a little bitch, dude. You know, like, okay, he first uh, to make girls feel better about himself. But in this post, she says, he first with pretty women. Okay, dude, if you're really doing a public service to women, you will be <laughs> flirting with anyone, not just pretty women. Man, this guy
0: is just too good. He's got you thinking that you're in the wrong. <laughs> For real, dude. Damn, like, dude. You should already know you're not in the wrong.
1: because Guy is so fucking boss. <laughs> <laughs> Cause if, cause if
0: you... <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> because if you're feeling disrespected
1: gosh call him out on his shit man stand up for yourself okay if i was a girl and i was in this situation i would have left him long ago but then again like i said he is a boss so he picked you for a reason because he knew that you would put up with his shit
0: but but in all seriousness you're not being overly sensitive he is being disrespectful and you should feel that way and you need to call him out on it or you need to move on and hit up choose dms
1: uh no don't do that hit <laughs> up me because I'm married but seriously move on and we're gonna move on right next our next one is also from Anonymous surprise <laughs> what would you do if your state has a shelter in place but your relatives keep coming over we can't gather more than 10 people but relatives keep coming over but I'm so afraid that someone will call the cops I've told relatives to stop coming over and they can't come after coronavirus is over but none will listen i also don't want people over because one of my kids has a weak immune system i've really been tested during this time because i've learned that my husband is such a wuss (laughs) what the fuck (laughs) i mean before coronavirus he is never home and never takes care of the kids and now i see just how unmanly he is The kids aren't afraid of him, and he basically is a little kid who doesn't know how to do anything. I mean, he can't cook, he can't clean, he can't cut the grass, can't do laundry, can't fix anything. All he ever did contribute was a paycheck, and now he can't even do that. Damn. On top of that, his family comes over and expects me to host them and cook for them too. He also bags on me daily and calls me Nya 10K and belittles me. I feel that after coronavirus is over, our relationship will also be over. Am I alone in this feeling? Anonymous, I've got some divorce lawyer friends, so
0: <laughs> hit us up. Uh, I can hook it with them. But if this is really you, drop me a DM and coronavirus is over. Because you're saying your relationship is going to be over by then. Like, I'm not trying to be a homewrecker, but if your relationship is over by the time coronavirus is over... Stop me, dude. Fuck
1: that shit, dude. <laughs> dude, don't do that, dude. Fuck. Don't be fucking... Dude. Two mom boys are not fucking homebreakers. <laughs> Stop. Dude, seriously. Hey. Let's move on. No, no. Shut 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 up. Okay, you're done. You're done. You're done. So let me get into this. Okay. Well, my first thought is... Damn, dude. Why you gotta call your husband like that? Calling your husband unmanly on a public forum? That's some fucked up shit, dude. There's no going back from that. No. Uh, once you call your husband unmanly, obviously he knows that this is you. So there's no going back. So I'm pretty sure... This shit is for real over over. But I'll be honest, okay. Okay, you say your kid one of your kids has a weak immune system. Uh okay, that's some serious shit. So obviously your husband doesn't get
0: it. He's fucking dumb as fuck, right? Yeah.
1: He's probably the typical monk person who thinks that coronavirus is fake and shit, you know. I mean, okay, like
0: I'm not a saint, right? But I'm trying to be as responsible as I can during this time. And it just sounds like wait. wait, wait these, are you? I am a saint. <laughs> no, no, actually, I, I, no, I actually am a saint. Actually, I am a saint. But like, <laughs> but like, I do see a lot of home people who just disregard like the seriousness of the situation sometimes, and I'm just like, come on, guys.
1: Mm-hmm. Bottom line, Hmong men have an issue with listening to their wives. There's a point where you have to. Understand that your wife is serious, and you need to actually consider what the fuck she's saying, and fucking like take it into consideration, you know. Otherwise, this shit is really over. If he's a typical typical Mong guy, I'm sorry, man, this shit is over. Yeah, y'all
0: heard Chu before, right? Chu is a fucking sweetheart, and Chu <laughs> actually loves his wife. So, yes. so take what a real Hmong man. Who respects and loves his wife and, and who will stand up for the well-being of his wife and the family and it's not just that
1: no I me mean, it's not just that it's learning
0: and growing you
1: know I used to be like this guy Wow that's my thing
0: I know but like in, in all seriousness though like I wish sometimes my men would know better and I wish sometimes mom men would not put their wives in these situations where they need yeah, to be really. like I'm out the door
1: because you're a wuss and you can't fucking do shit so it shouldn't have to come down to that point you know All right, for our next one, uh, Anonymous asks, I want to know everyone's thoughts. I have shot nudity because I do model. Not every shoot is nudity. Some I shoot to empower women that can be sexy and it's okay. We can embrace and love ourselves even if we may not have the perfect body. Should a person be disqualified to participate in a mom pageant because she does uh, nude modeling? I am not a porn star or a sex worker. I have posted up impulsive status about wanting to do porn, but it's because of the financial difficulties and my vulnerability does get me in trouble all the time. My point is, I just want the opportunity to run uh, run regardless if I win or not. I just feel that pageant is a way of objectifying women and a a woman needs to be a certain way to win or be picked. But why can't she represent who she is? We have seen many cases where some people had criminal records and they still become doctors. My background is clean and the only promiscuous thing I have done is doing nude modeling work. What are your guys' thoughts? She has no fucking clue what she's
0: talking about. She is such a hypocrite. She says the pageant is a way of objectifying women. I can tell you what is a worse way of objectifying women. Nudity and porn. Okay, But beyond that, she says she wants to empower women, but in the same breath, she says like she has thought about doing porn because of financial difficulties, which is exploiting women. How can you be a role model for empowering women when at the same point, at the same time, you are also a a example of
1: women exploitation? I'm going to have to stop you there. On Two Mom Boys, We Do Not Slut Shame. So shut the fuck up, man. (laughs) If she wants to do nudity, if she wants to do porn, you know, we love it. Do it. (laughs) I mean, I'm all for that, but she's just
0: all pissy about the fact that because she does it, she can't be in this pageant.
1: Well, you know, she's just really young and naive because it sounds that way. Because just her last statement, we have seen many cases where some people had criminal records and they still become doctors. Okay. Come on, lady. The reason why I say she's naive because naive people talk about the exception versus the majority. If you live in the real world, you live in the majority. If you live in a fancy world, you always think that a poor person become president. Okay. When's the last poor person that became the president? Come on, man. Like I mean live in the real world. She talk she talks like mm-hmm. she's fine as hell. <laughs> well, <laughs> I wouldn't be too worried because you said you shot nudity, but there's no proof. No proof. It's not real, unless you're willing to DM us your new uh new pics. <laughs> Stupid. But two, if the pageant can find it, you can find it. Why the fuck would I do that, dude? I don't want fucking that shit in my Google search. I got kids, dude. <laughs> well. Stupid. Oh dude. Have you ever heard of incognito mode?
0: The fuck is that? <laughs> J just, just Google search incognito mode and you don't have to worry about your kids or your wife.
1: What? Wait, wait. I need more context. What's incognito mode?
0: Incognito mode, I don't want to give away the secrets, but like <laughs> it doesn't save your browser history, okay? That's enough said.
1: Wait, 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 wait. Wait. Time out time out. time out time out forget this bitch what is it incognito mode and what does it do doesn't save your browser history yes so Wait. you
0: can you can surf whatever you want to on the internet and it won't save
1: <laughs> shut the fuck up. so you have been telling me this whole time i've been fucking going to history and deleting all this shit <laughs> fuck that shit dude wow you better make sure your wife's not listening to this episode <laughs> Wait, wow. wait, wait, wait. Okay, asking for a friend. Well, incognito mode, work at your workplace. <laughs> <laughs> How much risk are you trying to take on? <laughs> no, no, no no dude. Alright, all right, right, right. Real talk. Man, I think we just did a public service to all monk men out there. <laughs> so you're welcome, guys. two these guys already know
0: it's just you shut the fuck up dude okay we're gonna do a poll then on our page how many guys know about incognito mode tomorrow okay (laughs) all right right,
1: right, let's do this (laughs) okay let's get back into this shit dude
0: honestly i don't really care about whether she gets in this passion or not she's just totally contradictory and so i just thought she was just dumb
1: yeah, that's true. I mean, she's just a fucking kid,
0: dude. Let her if she wants to do a pageant, let her fucking do a pageant. Thanks everyone for tuning in to this episode. Check out and like our Facebook page 2 Mong Boys and shoot us a DM if there's any topics you want to hear about or you want to send us a question for our Mong Mung segment.
1: So we're finally a legit podcast now since we're on Apple, Google, and Spotify. So please subscribe and review. But remember, only five-star reviews. Peace out, y'all. And remember to check out our next episode. All right? Peace out.
2: She tried to, to hook Chi la shi